read a whole book today, so uh, you may want to just uh, get settled in. If you need another drink of coffee or something, they can open that up. But we're gonna, I'm actually going to read a whole book and then teach out of it today. Turn with me to 2 John. 2 John, don't worry. There's only 13 verses in 2 John. We'll be all right. 2 John. We'll, we'll start from the beginning. Verse 1. The elder. To the chosen lady and her children, whom I love in the truth, and not only I, but also all who know the truth, because of the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. A number of years ago, uh, we had the year of truth. And we talked extensively about the idea that, that there is truth. There is truth. There's absolute truth. There is truth that will not only stand every test here today, you know, in this lifetime, but eternity. And that truth is Jesus Christ. Plain and simple. That truth is the Word of God. Jesus, the Bible says, uh, John uh, chapter 1 says that Jesus is the Word of God. The Word of God came and dwelt among us. That Word is truth. We can trust the Word of God. We can trust Him. We can trust His Spirit. His truth is truth, real truth. Truth that doesn't change. Truth that doesn't move. Truth that, that doesn't fade away. The sad part about today is things that people call truth fade away. Things that people try to call truth in their own, uh, in their own definition fails us. But the Word of God will never fail. It will never fail. It will never come short of what the promise was, that the true promise was, that it declares. Truth is truth. And now, there are people who don't like truth. There are people who try to take the truth and make it say something else, which makes it a lie. Even Satan took scriptures, twisted them, and used them for his own benefit. Didn't mean that the scriptures weren't true, it just means in the application that he was using it, it was a lie. Still happens today. You know, you can take a, you can take a truth as a truth, and you go somewhere and you preach it, and it can, wreck, it can ruin people's lives, not bless them. Truth that, truth that is, in and of itself, truth, if you take it to the extreme, if you, if you take the love out of it, you know, that's what, I love about, that's what I love about John, because he talks about love. When you take the love out of truth, it becomes law. And that's why he, you know, he, he, John majored on love, he majored on the idea and the, the, the principle of love. And even when talking about truth, it's mixed with love. Verse 3 Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ the Father's Son will be with us in truth and love. It's all about love. Always has been, always will be. I believe that God created everything and man out of love. He did it because he loved. He loved so much that he wanted to share that love with someone who could reciprocate that love. 
He loved us. He didn't do it so that he'd have some people that he could be subject or that he could be ruler over. He created mankind so that he could have a relationship and have love and, and, and uh, show love to them and have them love him back unconditionally. To love him because they just love him. Because that's how he loves, is he loves unconditionally. He just loves us. Even when we've messed up, he just loves us. He just does. It's hard for us as humans to grasp a hold of that because the examples that we've seen in our lives are usually and, and almost always, unless you know, you're, you're coming from a, a, a position of where the Holy Spirit is loving through you, it comes from an attitude of condition. Verse 4. It has given me great joy to find some of your children walking in the truth, just as the Father commanded us. And now, dear lady, I am now writing you, I am not writing you a new command, but one we have had from the beginning. I ask that we love one another. That's really important. We can talk about all the theology we want all day long. We can talk about all the, the, the application of that theology in our lives till we're blue in the face. We can, we can uh, talk about you know, the, our impact in this world, and we can talk about our duty in this world. I can, we can talk about what, you know, all the things that, that uh, are so important to us right here and now. Those things that are, you know, whether it be uh, uh, service to mankind or, or giving or, or even, you know, this whole idea of what's coming up in the next two weeks, the, the, the political system coming to a head. You know I mean? You want, you want to get whipped into a frothy whatever. Just start paying attention even more. You know, just watch a little more TV or a little, read, you know, read a little more or go on the internet or whatever. My goodness. And are we supposed to make an impact? Absolutely. We're supposed to be involved. We're supposed to, we're supposed to be uh, you know, using our position as ambassadors in this world, as a voice for the kingdom of God. Of course we're supposed to do that. I wouldn't have wasted a whole sermon on that if that wasn't true. It's extremely true. It's as true today as it was back then. But if we don't walk in love, it's worthless. You know, we've, I've had conversations with my kids. I've had, you know, conversations of parents who have had conversations with their kids. You can be absolutely right and be wrong at the same time. You can be right in the middle of absolute truth, and if your attitude isn't one of love, it's bankrupt. We need to walk in love. We need to walk in love with others, people outside of the kingdom of God. Otherwise, they won't have any way to understand love. If they don't see love in us, if they don't see love come out of us, then they won't see it because they're not going to see it from the world. But we really... You know, and, and, and John, 
majored. He didn't major on showing love to the world. You know that? I mean, when you read 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, John, the book of John, when he talked, all the times he talked about love, you know who he was talking about loving? The brethren. One another. Each other. And he was saying that, you know, the world is getting darker and darker out there, folks. We, we need to love each other. That was 2,000 years ago. So he says, I'm excited that you're walking in the truth and love. I'm excited that your children are walking in truth and love. There has to be a balance of truth and love. Truth, yes, absolutely. I mean, why go through your life living a lie? Why go through your life believing a lie? Absolutely. You know, you don't want to waste any time. Why, you know, there is truth. We, there's, we can find it. You go to the Word of God, it's right there. You can, you know, there's people that are actually speaking truth. You know, there's, there is stuff out there. You can get truth. If you don't know what the truth is, there is a way to find out. If you seek it with your heart, you'll find it. But the love part is up to you. The love part is a choice that you make and that I make. And loving people is not always convenient. Loving people usually isn't convenient. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Love. Everybody say, love each other. Turn to the person next to you and say, I love you. I love you. Just warms the room up, doesn't it? It just, you know. Verse 6. And this is love. Oh, here we go. He's going to define love. And this is love, that we walk in obedience to his commands. What was his commands? <laughs> exactly. Everybody hear that? What was, was Jesus' commands? Love each other. Love God. Love each other. Everything else, all the other commands fit into those. Of course you're not going to covet. Of course you're not going to steal. Of course you're not going to kill. Of course you're not going to... You won't do those things when <clears throat> you walk in love with each other. As you have heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. But here's his main... You know, obviously, love is his main points. But here's why he's talking about it. Verse 7. Many deceivers who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh have gone out into the world. Any such person is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch out that you do not lose what you have worked for, but that you may be, re or, but that you may be fully rewarded. Anyone who runs ahead and does not continue in the teachings of Christ does not have God. Whoever continues in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. 
If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not take him into your house or welcome him. Anyone who welcomes him shares in his wicked work. Let me read that one again. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not take him into your house or welcome him. Anyone who welcomes him shares in his wicked work. Love does have boundaries. You can love somebody and not agree with them. You can love somebody, have, your, you know, have a desire for them to be blessed, have a desire for them to be well, have a desire for them to be cared for and protected. and You can have that towards somebody without agreeing with their lies. You can love somebody, care deeply about them, desire for them to be saved, desire for them to, to walk in the truth, desire for them, and you could even understand their, their, their point of view that you know, maybe, maybe they're sincere in their lie, but a lie is still a lie even if they're sincere. And just in case you're thinking, oh, you're talking about this, I could be, I may be him to some, but to someone else, it may be something else. Was that enough of a riddle for you? <laughs> Let me say it plainer. You might be thinking it's something, a certain thing. You know what's going through my heart right now? For some reason, and I don't know why. This is, this is what, I, what I'm picking up in the spirit, is girls, young girls in this room right now. Young ladies, young women. You may have somebody who just is, is, is you're drawn to and you, you have a heart for this man. I'll say it right straight out. This guy. And you might be thinking, oh, if he was only saved, it'd be so awesome. He'd, be, he'd make such a great husband. Or boyfriend. Or significant other. Whatever you want to call it. But if he's not walking in the truth, but I'm not just thinking about that. There's all kinds of it's, it's it's actually kind of distracting right now as I'm trying to preach because all these scenarios. It isn't just that. There's there's others that are walking in other situations where you're having to choose to link yourself up with someone who's not walking in truth. At whatever level that may be. And if you compromise by linking yourself with somebody, whether temporarily or forever, you, 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 you throw in the hat with someone who is not walking in truth, and they could be you know, as sincere as the day is long. One of the nicest guys I have ever met, ever in my whole entire life, and I always thought, boy, this guy would make a great Christian is an absolute heathen. 
hates Christ, told me he hated Christ, told me to get this bloody religion out of his face. He never wanted to see me again because he hated this whole Christianity thing and get away from me. He's one of the nicest guys in the world. Still, I, I would still love to just hang out with him because he's, he's a great guy. But he hates Christ. And it would also fit with this whole political thing if you want to throw that in there too, but that's a whole other. You link yourself up with someone. You ally yourself with someone. The Bible, John, third book of John says that you're linking yourself with their fate. Stay there in 2 John, but go back to Matthew chapter 24. I'm not going to read all of Matthew chapter 24. There's just one verse, or actually two verses, that I want to pull out. If I read all of Mark, you're going to, or all of Matthew, you're going to think it's one thing, and I don't want it to, it's not what, that's not what my point is. It, that whole chapter 24 is the ends of the age thing. Well, if it, it, might, it might fit, maybe. Matthew 24 Verse 12 and 13 says, Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. Let me read that again. It's short, but it's powerful. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. It's been really bothering me lately. Lately meaning the last couple of years is I see the love of some growing cold. And I'll lump myself in there because I, I don't want you to think I'm just pointing fingers. It makes me very concerned if I find myself in any way, shape, or form growing cold in my love towards someone, towards anyone. But Jesus is warning here that in the end times, you know, because that, that whole chapter 24 is talking about the end times, and he says, the love of, because of the increase of wickedness, wickedness is increasing. People don't like to hear that. The people don't like to acknowledge that. But the wickedness is increasing. And because wickedness continues to increase and increase and increase and increase, it starts to wear you down. It starts to wear me down. It starts to wear us down in our love. And Jesus says, because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. To be absolutely honest, to pull, pull the, the, the screen back so you can see where my heart is on this, is this one thing is the most 
disconcerting thing. This is the most concerning thing to me in the whole body of Christ. Because I've been noticing that the love of some is growing cold. Now, nobody in this room. I'm sure none of us in this room. I'm preaching to the choir this morning. Because I don't know everybody's heart. But I know that there are some that have started to kind of go, yeah, you know what, yeah, I'm a Christian, but getting tired. I get it. I totally get it. I, you know, I'm, I'm not throwing stones. But I'm speaking truth because it's bothering me. I have friends that I've known for years and years and years and years who, in, in, there's one, and you don't know this person, never met him in your life. I guarantee you've never met this person. I just, I keep track of him now basically by Facebook. He was one of the first believers that reached out to me when I came back to the Lord. And his fire. Was inspiring. His love for God was just was consuming. I mean, it was getting to know him made me want to be like him. And I talked to somebody recently because I, I never see him. I don't I actually I have not seen him in nearly 15 years. But I kind of keep, you know, he's on Facebook. I keep track of him. I see things that he says, does. And I talked to somebody. I said, do you ever see this guy? And he goes, yeah, every once in a while, every once in a while I'll run into him. And I said, how's he doing? He goes, not very good. And I'm thinking, if he can fall away, if he can lose Fire, if he can lose zeal, oh my goodness. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of some will grow cold. Not us. Not us. Not you. Why? Why not you? Because I won't let you. And not me. Because I know you won't let me. That's what this is all about. Loving each other. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what, I, I don't know what happened day to day and week to week and month to month and year to year. I don't know. Because I wasn't there. Was it choices he made? Was it choices that others made? I don't know. But I couldn't be there for him. I just physically couldn't be there. I don't live there anymore. I don't spend time there. I, you know, I can't do that. But when I, when I think of him and I think of that situation, my heart burns for you. Because I am here. And you are here. You know, you're here for each other. We're here for each other. We, we don't 
Or we do have a responsibility that we don't grow cold. And how do we do that? We show love to one another. We love each other. We love each other enough to say, how are you doing? And mean it, not like, how are you doing? Oh, crud, you answered, you know. I'm doing fine. I've had a couple conversations with people in the last couple of weeks. How are you doing? They say, what answer do you want? And I said, well, what answer are you going to want to give me? And they said, well, I could either give you the Christianese one or I could give you the real one. Which one do you want? I'll take the real one, please. I'll take the real one. Not very good. Hey, what can we do? Let's go. The love of most growing cold is not acceptable. It's not. It's not acceptable. It's not, it's not okay with me. It's not, boy, my family, me and Deb, the kids, we're going to get into heaven. The rest of you, good luck. When my heart starts in any way, shape, or form heading that way for one person, it scares me. Turn to Jude. Hitting all kinds of obscure, out there, crazy, different verses. Jude, the first chapter. <laughs> It's a pastor joke right there. <laughs> Jude, verse 20. Well, let's go back. Let's go to 17. As long as we're in 20, at verse 20, let's go to 17. It's very close. But dear friends, remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ foretold. They said to you, in the last times there will be scoffers who will follow their own ungodly desires. These are the men who divide you, who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the Spirit. But you, dear friends, build yourselves up in the most holy, in your most holy faith, and pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord, Jesus Christ, to bring you to eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt. Snatch others from the fire and save them. To others show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. How do we show love? We show love by reaching out to others, helping, other, helping others. And in that, you know, obviously, tens of thousands, if not more, hundreds of thousands of ways to show love by helping somebody, blessing somebody, whatever. But the hardest, well, I believe one of the hardest and the most important is to look them in the face and say, how are you doing? And giving of yourself the time, the effort, the, the emotional uh, drain, the everything to be able to accept and to deal with whatever answer they actually give you. How are you doing? Really bad. Okay, let's deal with it. Let's talk. Let's go.
Why? Why today? Why am I preaching that today? Why is this? Because the days are getting darker. They just are. The days are getting darker. And we need to be reminded every once in a while. I need to be reminded every once in a while to not let that fire go out. How do we build that fire? How do we stir that fire? We stir it by praying in the Spirit, being in the Spirit, you know, seeking God, allowing His Spirit to flow through us, and to flow through us to somebody else. By ministering to somebody else. By spending time ministering. You don't have to know all the verses. You don't have to know all the stuff. You don't have to have everything memorized. You don't have to go through a counseling course. You don't have to do it. All you have to do is sit there and listen. Mostly listen. And I'll say listen about five times. Listen, 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 listen. Is that six? Before you say anything. As the Lord leads. God will bring people across your path. Why today? Why, am I, why is this so important? Because we need to be reminded that the, the most important things in life are not inside here. Or inside here. The most important things in life are out here. It's the people that God's brought across your path. We need to build each other up so that when that day comes, we can look at each other and say, we didn't lose one. That's my goal. We didn't lose one. And we brought some other ones with us. There were others who, who came along. There's others who joined in. There's others who, 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 who joined up along the way. But we cared enough, we didn't let one of the, one of the regulars, one of the, one of the, the core, one of the, the, uh, the, the, one of the old timers. Right, Jerry? <laughs> we didn't let one fall through the cracks. They won't fall through the cracks if everybody gets led by, you know, is led by the Holy Spirit and, and, and obeys and steps out when, when the opportunity arises. God will make sure nobody falls through the cracks. You know, Terry is not responsible for everybody in the room, and the rest of us all have the day off. We're just all responsible for the one that God leads us to today, or this week. Maybe there's one this, just one this week, and you take care of your family the rest of the week. Maybe it's just one per month. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes because God doesn't show me everything. Thank God. But be willing to step out. Be willing to make yourself vulnerable. Be willing to, to take time out of your, 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 great, you know, your schedule the way it is for those unexpected moments when you're going, ah, I need to spend some time here. We need to spend some time here. We need to deal with this. Amen? Amen. Um, I want to ask you guys to, to lay hands and pray for Jamie and I. Somebody's going to have to find Jamie. She's stepped out for a moment. She's back there. She's back talking. to Have her come on in. I want to have you guys pray for us as we leave. So anybody who feels led to do so, I want you to come up and lay hands on us.
pray for us, whoever feels actually led to lead out in prayer. I'd love for you to do that. Come now, quickly, come quickly, brothers and sisters. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We come to you in Jesus' name. I pray scripture right here, Lord. Apostle Paul. I pray Jamie and John and this whole congregation, our families, are rooted and grounded in love. Yes, amen. That we know the hope of your calling, Lord. And you reminded me, Lord, we can't give anything we don't have. I pray we all seek you in your face and receive your love, Lord, that that can flow through us, Lord. Seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and that includes your love. Anything not done in love is clinging symbols, Lord. We've been praying for this a long time behind the scenes, Lord. And thank you for this, Lord. Just walk them in love. We yes. don't need to know the details, Lord. Just walk in the Spirit in love one step at a time, Lord. We don't need to know how boxes are getting there or when. You said they'll get there. You put these things on their hearts, Lord, and you will not fail. We just praise you. We ask for protection, Lord, and your love over these people, this congregation. We praise you in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. It's a simple prayer. Let's walk in love, Lord, and in the spirit and in truth, your truth, in Jesus' name. Pray that you'd sustain Jamie and Pastor John, Father God. Pray that you would be their all in all, Father God. And I just pray for your sustaining power, Father God, for their families, Father God, that you will meet every need, Father God, that you'll meet every need for them while they're abroad and for their families back here at home, Father God. Every need is met in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father God, we lift up the word that's going to come forth from this conference, Father, we ask that you would bind them together, Pastor Attila and Dan and Marta and Pastor John and Vern and uh, Thomas Lonke and, and Pavel and Ira. Father, we, we know that you've called us from the north, the south, the east, and the west, that there is no boundaries in the body of Christ. Yes. Father, we thank you that you've given good and honorable interpreters. Father, we ask that the words that come out of their mouth are interpreted correctly according to what the intent is, Father, according to what the word of God is. Father, we lift up your word. Your word is, is everything to us, Father. And we ask that the, it would be rightly, divine, rightly divided as the conference goes on, Father, that it would be an encouragement to those that hear. Father, your word has said, blessed are the feet of those who, who follow you. And, and Father, they're following you. We're, we're calling in those blessings. And yes. Father, we ask that the truth 
of the prosperity message goes out, Father, not those things that have been extrapolated that are untrue, but, Father, the truth according to the word of God and that it would encourage the people that are ministered to. Father, we lift up the Bible college that's being birthed through this process, and, Father, we declare that hundreds and thousands of people will be edified according to the words that are, are taped and are disseminated from this. And Father, we thank you. We thank you for the, the opportunity that you've given them, and, Father, we pray for safety. We pray for peace. We declare that no weapon formed against them shall prosper, and every time that tongue that rises up against them will be we put down. Father, we, we thank you. We pray for the families, that everything's covered, that there's nothing broken, nothing missing, Amen. and we give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Yes. Father, I just pray for <clears throat> Jamie as she goes over to lead worship, that she would be tremendously anointed, yes, Lord. thank you, Lord. That the people there are going to receive such a blessing that your presence would be in every meeting tangible yes. and powerful in yes. Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, I thank you for their steps. I pray that every step that they take in these other countries, Lord God, would be Declared as holy ground, Lord God, for your namesake. Just as a, a pebble that hits the water, God, Father God, and it ripples out, Lord God, I pray that every step that they take would have that same effect. That it would be holy ground as they step because of you, Lord God, because of the spirit that's within them, Lord God. And that the people around them would notice something different, Lord God. That they, that, and it would, it would remain, Lord God. It would be long-lasting, everlasting, Lord God, and that yes. it would affect lives everywhere. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Amen. Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Hallelujah. <coughs> Glory to God. Thank you all.